Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hey girls, welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. This is Caroline Hare, the founder of Waves, and I am so excited to be starting a new series this week um, in, right here in May. And I can't believe it's already May. It's crazy. But it's the first Wednesday in May, and we're excited to have your weekly word. And our series for this month is called found free. And we're talking about different stories of freedom. And so I am so excited. We have different guests coming on this month. My friend Holly Myers. Hey, hey, she'll be on next week with me. And she is a firecracker. And she is actually one of our speakers at Waves Destin this year. Um, We actually got to know each other through the internet, through Instagram, and just speaking engagements and such. And I did an event with her last week, and it was such a blast. So I can't wait for you to hear her freedom story. Um, and and then after that, we have Sula Skiles, Pastor Sula Skiles. She actually shared at Waves Destin back in 2016, several years ago. If you're a, a girl that's been coming to Waves Girls Conference in Destin for several years, then you might remember her. She has an amazing freedom story of just getting set free from depression and um, being sex trafficked. Um, and then Stephen Craft, uh, he's a local friend of mine here in the Destin area. He is sharing his freedom story with us the last week in May, and I cannot wait for you to hear it as he talks about uh, breaking free of mindsets and drug and alcohol and pornography, all sorts of different things. Um, and I will also just say, Holly, it's talking about just breaking free of uh, food addiction and, and, and bulimia and things like that. And so I'm just so excited for people to share their freedom stories. You know, in Revelation, it talks about the fact that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Whenever we share our testimony, to testify simply means to do it again, God. So God does it again in our hearts. He does it again in our minds. And then he does it again in other people's hearts and and minds and lives. And so I'm so excited for us to talk about freedom stories. So a little bit about me, I will just say my favorite freedom song right now is by We the Kingdom and it's called Free Amen. And it's just kind of funny that it has the word free in the title, but there's something about that song right now. Whenever I turn that song on, I just need to roll my windows down, let my hair go crazy with the wind, um, and I need to sing as loud as I possibly can and clap. And I've had moments of freedom of even just where like good tears have come out of my eyes when I've sang that song. So you need to go check that song out. But And be thinking about what is your freedom song? What song do you put on right now and you just experience boundless joy and boundless freedom. Um, You know, I was praying about what story of freedom I wanted to share with you girls this week. And I know last year I wrote a blog on our Waves Girls Conference website, wavesgirlsconference.com. 
I wrote a blog that talked about freedom from fear and freedom from depression. And I talked about my own experience with depression uh, that I had back in my early 20s. And so I was kind of processing and I was like, well, I've already talked about that with the girls. And I started praying through what freedom story did I want to share with you? And the biggest freedom story that I feel like I need to share with you at this time is the freedom from approval. You know, I feel like so many of us live lives where we just want the approval of others. We want the approval of our parents. We want the approval of our friends. We want to fit in. We want the approval of our teachers and our coaches. We want the approval on Instagram, on TikTok to see how many views, how many likes. Um, We want that approval. And I've even heard of different students that will delete pictures or delete videos if they don't get a certain number of likes or a certain number of views. They will just completely delete it altogether because they need that validation from others. Um, We want to fit in. We want to have clothes that look like the rest of our friends, whether you're um, somebody that likes to wear really preppy clothes or maybe you're somebody that likes to wear like very in style stuff, or maybe you're an emo person. I don't know what your style is, but we want to fit in with our group. And so we want that approval. And I think we all have gone through times where we experienced approval addiction. And for me, it resonated with me in the last couple of years. I was put in some situations where as you rise in leadership and and God asks you to step in and lead in different places, whether it be with your peers or, or maybe it's on a team, but as you step into leadership, a lot of times in leadership, you have to make hard decisions. And those hard decisions are hard for a reason. Um, they're hard. And the reason why you're being put in that position is to help make a new path for people. Um, Jesus if he cared about the approval of others, he never would have made his way to the cross. If he wanted the approval of other people, he would have gotten right in line with the Pharisees and done what they wanted. He wouldn't have been worried. I mean, he would have been worried about what they thought, What and he would have quit healing people. He would have quit preaching. He would have quit doing half of the things he was doing, but Jesus led a life where he did not worry about the approval of others. He worried about the approval of God. And so I know for myself, um, I have found freedom from the approval of man. Um, and I will just tell you my story. I know that there's been, there was a season where I was having to make some really hard decisions and people that I thought were, were my, were my people, people that I thought were my tribe. I I thought, you know, they're going to stick with me no matter what decisions I make. And the truth is they just didn't. And it hurt my feelings. I felt alone. I felt wounded. I felt betrayed. And, um, whenever you go a certain direction, even if it's to decide, I remember in high school, um, I decided not to try out for cheer at a certain point in high school. And I had done cheerleading for a long time. And that's where my friends were. And whenever I decided not to do cheer, suddenly my friends that I thought were really close to me weren't that close to me anymore. I realized that our relationships were basically um, transactional, that it was a transaction that I could be um, their friend if I did this. Um, I could be close to them and I had their approval if I did this one thing, if I was in cheer or if I wore these clothes or if I hung out with these people. And so I have had to realize as an adult that we even have that today. Like I know that I still have people in my life that are transactional, that they'll be close to me as long as I'm doing something for them or they will 
um, support me as long as it benefits them. And so as I have had to make decisions, as I've stepped out in faith, trying to be obedient to God, but also trying to lead in different ministry areas, those decisions haven't always um, gotten the approval of others. And I know that can lead to a very lonely time. And so for me, it led to a time where I felt very alone, um, where I didn't feel like I could talk to very many people. I felt like I really was just kind of like David alone in a cave. And um, that story for me led to me sitting alone with the Lord and crying out to him and saying, God, like, I need you. I need to know, like, are we okay? I may not be okay with the people who I thought I was friends with. I may not be okay with the people that I've been friends with in ministry, but are you and I okay? And whenever I got that reassurance from the Lord that, hey, just as Jesus walked the path to the cross alone um, or with only a few people that would help him, many times the path to Christ is is a different path. You know, there's a reason why Jesus taught uh, the fact that, you know, narrow is the way of Christ. It's not a broad path. It's a very narrow path. And so um, getting the approval of God is first and foremost of importance, and then getting the approval of man comes secondary. And so I know for me, it looked like a time of being alone for a long season, um, where I was even making decisions on my own, where I normally would have had friends to consult or had uh, people in ministry that were, you know, at the same level as me to consult with. And, And at some point, I just didn't have that opportunity. And so I really had to go to the Lord and say, Lord, what do you think? Um, And really press in and rely on my relationship with him. And so I will say once I pressed into the Lord, man, he gave me a sense of peace knowing that he had my back, that he had me. Um, that I was good with him. And he gave me some strategies and some keys just to help remind myself that that I was all right with him. And so for one, I quit looking at Instagram. There was like a week there where I just complete, and that doesn't seem like a long time because I've done, you know, fast from that sort of thing before, but I needed a week to really reset. It meant that I actually painted my fingernails white um, to remind myself that I had clean hands and a pure heart, that no matter how people looked at me, no matter how people received me, that I had clean hands and a pure heart before the Lord. You know, it says um, in Matthew 5 where it talks about blessed are the pure of heart because they will see God. Um, I think whenever you have a pure heart, clean hands and a pure heart, um, you are able to see God more clearly and see his approval of you as just a child and not worry about the rest. And so um, that was a little key to remind myself because my hands are always before me that um, whether I'm typing or I'm talking to somebody, but just as a quick reminder to myself. But then also I quit, um, I quit trying to fit in. For myself, that meant that there were some people that I had been trying to almost chase or try to be friends with or try to make things work the way that they used to. And at some point, you just have to lay that at the feet of Jesus and say, you know what, when I release that, then I am able to have open hands and open time to do do with with people that um, do actually follow the same approval of God by with me or that do approve of me. You know, there was a girl that I went to school with in college and her um, her mom used to tell her when she was in high school, don't worry, everyone will love you. 
Well, the truth of the matter is not everybody's going to love you. I don't like everybody, newsflash, and not everybody's going to like me, and that's okay. And so the minute that you come to realize that, oh my goodness, not everybody's going to like me, and it's okay if not everybody likes me. It's okay if not everybody wants to be my best friend. The minute that you drop that, that's whenever the Lord can step in and say, you know what, but I always like you. God always likes me. Um there's a lot of people I love, but I don't like. And the thing is, is God loves you and he likes you. And so once I kind of got that connected from my head to my heart, and I understood that, I was able to walk in with a new line of confidence. Um, You know, really a question that's come up in my mind in this found free series is, you know, when tra- when chains try to re-grip me, how do I respond? And I think it's one of those things that whenever I start to feel that pressing in of like, I'm not, I'm not getting the approval of people. Like I'm not getting enough likes. I'm not getting enough attention. People are not wanting to hang out with me. And it's easy to do, especially in this quarantine time where we've been alone so much that it's like, oh my goodness, you may not even be talking to the same people you would normally talk to. But how do you overcome that when it starts to relatch onto you? I think it's one of those things that you have to say, okay, I'm going to take my stance. I'm going to take my stance in the love of God. And whenever you plant your feet firmly on that rock, then you're able to to handle anything that comes your way. And so it goes back to the word. And, and to me, I struggle with that and with the approval of others um, way more when I'm not in the word, when I'm not listening to podcasts, when I'm not listening to worship music. And so I just try to keep those things on constant. It's whenever I take those off that I start to really um, get distracted and start listening to the lies of the enemy um, that say that I'm not good enough or that I'm not valued or that I'm not loved or whatever it may be. Um, you know, one of the newest joys that I've found in this freedom is just the freedom to be me. That, you know, where I might would be self-conscious in my laugh or I might would be self-conscious in asking a question or I might would be self-conscious in posting something or I might would be self-conscious in doing a video on Instagram with no makeup. I've kind of just let that all go. That The newest joy is just that I'm free to be me. Um, whenever you are so constantly worried about what others think of you, you are not free to be you. And so I have found freedom in being me. And I feel like I'm more the, I'm more Caroline than I've ever been. And that is a good thing because there's only one you and you were not created to mimic someone else or to be someone else or, or anything like that. You are created to be you in this season and this time and this place. And God needs you to be you because what you offer and what you bring to the table and the gifts that he's put inside of you is what he needs as an answer to the world, um, as an answer to showing people how to know him. Um, you know, one of the ways that I feel like I'm helping bring freedom to others so that they're found free is by me acting and being free. When I'm free, I believe it frees up other people. When people see like, oh yeah, Caroline can post a picture with her makeup perfectly done, but then in the next picture, she can have no makeup and her hair in a messy bun. Like I believe that that gives freedom to somebody else. I also believe that whenever I hear people saying lies, like that they worry about those things, that being able to call it out in them and saying like, hey, that doesn't matter. 
Um, I believe that's huge. But also even just doing this podcast, um, I want to see girls set free. That's why I've invited different people to come and speak on our podcast over the next few months. I know that last month it was super fun having our Waves team, having Brenna and myself as well as Taylor on there. But I am so excited about having these other guests because I know some of you are experiencing um, issues with bulimia or issues with overeating um, or issues with stuffing your problems or issues with drugs or alcohol or sex or pornography. And, and I've heard those things from you girls. I've also heard from you girls, like the issues of depression and anxiety that creep in. And so I want to introduce you to other freedom stories so that they, so that not only they can testify about it, but you can be set free and um, that it would encourage you that, oh, wait a second, I do know somebody that has had freedom in that. Um, And so maybe that will encourage you in getting freedom as well. I just want to remind you that where the spirit of God is, there is freedom. And so um, I believe that where the spirit of Jesus is, is there is total freedom in him. And so the deeper you go in him, the more freedom you will have. Girls, if you have not liked or rated our podcast, I would love for you to do that today. Leave a comment, a review. Um, That is how people know about Waves. And I want to remind you also, Waves Girls Conference in Destin is October 2nd and 3rd. It is the registration opens July 1st. And I will be here before we know it. And I also want to remind you, one of the things that we are doing this year, it's an initiative of uh, Waves Girls Conference, is to train up the next generation. So I have a book called Big Hair and Big Faith. And every single chapter, it covers a different hairstyle. And I compare it to doing ministry to the next generation. And so if you're a girl that's interested in ministry, you're a girl who is leading in your local FCA or your local youth group, Um, Or maybe you're a campus uh, person at your college campus that you lead a girls' small group. Or maybe you lead a middle school or high school girls' small group as a youth pastor or volunteer or youth pastor's wife. Um, Check out my book. There is a link on our website as well as um, I'll put one in our comments section of this podcast. But I will say we are doing girls' ministry leadership trainings this year. And our next one is June 6th. And then we have one in July and one in August. So we have three more this year uh, before our Waves Destin Conference. We hope you will join us for one of those. We hope you have a blessed day and start making waves for Christ in your home, community, and world. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at Waves Girls Conference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.